Welcome to the Dr. Berg Healthy Keto and Intermittent Fasting Podcast. Now your host, the man taking your health to a whole new level, Dr. Eric Berg. So today we're going to talk about what type of nutrients you should take when you do a fast. Now, when you're doing intermittent fasting on a daily basis, it's less important than when you're doing prolonged fasting, like 48, 72 hours, or even much longer. What you have to realize is that most people going into a fast are already deficient of some nutrient. So fasting basically exaggerates that deficiency. What we're trying to avoid when we're doing a fast is to avoid certain nutritional deficiencies that create symptoms like dizziness, uh, fainting, fatigue, a rash that's developed, some muscle cramp, leg cramp, some palpitation in your heart or a heart arrhythmia, or feeling cold. Now, this is a topic that has a lot of different variables. You have uh, a person's overall diet before they started a fast. They might have been on a diet with high nutrient-dense foods for years, or maybe they're a diabetic or a pre-diabetic where they have insulin resistance. And then if there's certain goals that you have, let's say, for example, you have an autoimmune disease, you have a lot of inflammation in the body, or let's say you're trying to improve your immune system to fight off some cancer, having these nutrients in your body while you're doing fasting, I think is a really good idea. Of course, this goes against the true definition of a fast, where you're basically eating nothing, taking nothing, except you're drinking water. But if you're consuming nutrients and or herbs, there's not going to be very many calories involved. So it's not going to necessarily bump you out of ketosis. It's not going to affect the benefits of fasting too much. And not just by preventing a nutrient deficiency, but providing nutrients that enhance the antioxidant networks in your body. Your body makes antioxidants, and you can also get them from your diet. Those nutrients can enhance your own body's uh, antioxidant network. This definitely applies to if someone has uh, inflammation, or even they're trying to handle cancer because you're getting a tremendous amount of free radical damage. And we know fasting already will help that. But if we compound that with certain nutrients, I think we can actually even have a bigger impact. As a very minimum, if you're doing fasting, number one and number two, uh, I think are requirements. Taking electrolytes, especially a good amount of potassium, magnesium, sodium, and chloride. This is salt. And then you have the B vitamins. You can get these through nutritional yeast, which will not provide very many calories, but can provide a natural source of the B vitamins. You don't want to do the synthetic versions. And then the longer you fast, the more you're going to need additional nutrients, especially trace minerals and especially zinc, selenium, and iodine, because you don't have a mechanism in your body that you can store zinc for probably more than about a couple days. Since a lot of people are already deficient in zinc, selenium, and iodine, doing a fast will really make them deficient. So trace minerals are also very, very important. And then you have vitamin D. Now, normally we do store vitamin D for a period of time. It's a fat-soluble vitamin, but most people are deficient in vitamin D going into a fast. So this would be a really important one to get as a supplement or get it from the sun. If you took cod liver oil, you would get not only vitamin D, you would also get vitamin A at the same time, as well as DHA and EPA, which are omega-3 fatty acids. So that's why I like cod liver oil. And then we have vitamin C. You have 
usually about two weeks of vitamin C reserve in your body. So it really depends on what you eat, when you eat, um, to whether you have enough vitamin C in your reserve. You also have vitamin E, you have K2, that are also very important. But these two categories right here are a must, and then these are also important if you're going longer and longer. Now, there are two nutrients that you probably don't need uh, when you're doing a fast. Number one is iron. Most people, especially men, have way too much iron. It could eventually lead to cirrhosis or scar tissue of your liver, and uh, you can have fatigue, arthritis, and the list goes on and on. So I definitely do not recommend taking any type of iron supplements. Calcium is another um, mineral that I think a lot of people have too much of, but it could be other factors too, like they don't have enough K2 to transport the calcium. And these are two minerals that usually most people have too much of, so we don't want to supplement them. There's another thing I want to talk about, which I already mentioned, but I want to elaborate on it, and that's taking uh, herbal supplements or certain food concentrates when you're doing a fast for the antioxidant uh, benefits and a lot of the phytonutrients, which are not essential, but they're an extra thing that gives some really amazing added benefits to your health. Number one, if you have diabetes or some autoimmune disease or whatever, um, those can target the free radical damage and minimize the collateral damage from those free radicals. They can bring down inflammation. Uh, there's so many benefits, including anti-cancer benefits. So we have green tea. And there's other types of tea that will create some similar effects as well. Garlic and capsules will give you some real strong antiviral and anti-cancer effects. And then you have the wheatgrass juice powder, which is a super concentrated amount of chlorophyll, carotenoids, um, a lot of other nutrients. And then, of course, you have turmeric, which you can get in a powder or a supplement. There's a lot of different things you can take. These are four real good ones. But when you're fasting, why not do things that will compound your results and give you more benefits?